and welcome to Shungite Reality. It is June 22, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and with me today is Mark Joseph. Derek um, had a, a, a well, a, a problem with the cats. <laughs> That's all I'll say. The cats had a little problem, and he walked into a mess, let's say, at the store. So he's got to deal with that, and his uh, his wife and, and daughter are out watching the whales. They're on a whale expedition, and they'll be back today, but boy, they're probably glad they're not there this morning. Anyway, um, Mark, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Nancy. Doing good. All right. All right. And we got lucky because... Barbara Menezes, uh, who's in Spain, and most of you who have been familiar with the uh, radio show for a while know that uh, she presented. She was on with us well, when the pandemic started raising its head. Um, she came on, and we thought, oh, maybe you know, a couple of weeks of this. Oh, well, maybe a little more than a couple of weeks of this. And then finally it was like, Oh my God, when is this going to stop? So she'd been on with us many times giving messages from Shanghai. And she is just a delightful human being. The music that you often hear me play is um, her and her husband, Craig. And they put together some really very energetically speaking, I mean, well, technically speaking too, but from an energetic standpoint, just very, very wonderful music and they were doing that Craig especially was doing that you know for weeks in the beginning in 2020 in the, in the you know the springtime time frame a year ago so more than a year ago god how I just get I've lost track of time Mark it's just it's like it's going so fast I can't even it's all getting blurry you know it used to be that there was something that would make you remember, you know, 19 versus 17. But, wow, I'm telling you, this has just been like one so much in so little time. And, and the whole world is turned upside down. And and I'm just going to go back for those people that may not be out there, uh, who I mean, may be out there who haven't heard about the uh, blue light. Okay, it was a big blue light that came... Okay, uh, Mark, take a message. I've got an important call coming in, okay? I'm going to mute myself. Just say hi to the people. Okay, for sure. Yeah, so uh, references with Barbara Menezes, um being able to uh, communicate, talk to uh, Shungai, was from last year during the pandemic. So I'd say that it applies this year, too, because um, some countries are still in and out. Um, those are still on YouTube, thank goodness. And I'm encouraging Nancy to do like a mini series of of just her, um, maybe like a downloadable version too. I think would be great, just to give people, you know, inspiration, insight, uh, revelation of, um, you know, Shungai being the uh, having the infinite power. And and in the Shungai, what do you call it? Um, Facebook group. I've likened it to the. Um, Marvel movies, uh, Infinity War, um, Thanos with the, um, what do you call it, those stones, and it has the, having those things. And then, you know, the Russians having used it for hundreds of years, and we're still discovering stuff about it. Like, even last year, Nancy said, um, and it was true for me, that uh, Shungite 
can be useful against um, viruses, especially the one that was, uh, you know, popularized, whether you believe um, it was real or not. Um, I mean, there's also that idea that through Dr. Oh, what's your name? Lee Merritt. Highly, highly recommend people look up her podcast and latest interview. The one that I found was in the Bards of War, Bards FM. Um from the 11th, a biowarfare um, expert, um, that the pattern of infectious diseases, and I think she detailed this uh, um, talking with Mike Adams and Brighton maybe a month ago, but the infectious disease patterns as far as the big cities like New York does not follow what viruses do, and that maybe the spike protein had been dropped in those cities to increase the death count. Um so where was I going with this? Yeah, so um, Barbara did have a uh, kind of a solstice Shungite message in Spanish in, in YouTube, in her YouTube page. And hopefully what she's going to play is from uh, the English translation of that. Um, well, this this actually is a, a, a specifically Shungite message. Um, right. I haven't actually had because I was shutting down the computer last night when I saw it, so I haven't actually listened to it. So um, why don't we just give it a play? And what I started to say, and I, I I'm sorry about the phone call. Um, what I started to say is that back in in February, when February 2020, when we got this beautiful blue light that came down, and exploded over the Shungite field. We did many, many uh, broadcasts at that time. If you go back in the archives, which you can get by going to CosmicReality.com and under radio, you'll see archives. If you click on that, you can go back to the... to the. They're done by weeks, the archives. You can go down back to February 21st, starting at February 21st for about, I don't know, at least two weeks we were analyzing what was what had happened with that particular blue light and we talked about it on the Shungite show on the cosmic reality show and probably on the say what show um so when 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 this came in we really well it took us a while to talking about it before somebody said something and i remembered the the hopi the hopi american indian natives to the united states the well, of course, they're American Indians, United States, you know. But the Hopi Indians, the, the ancestral family, they supposedly had a, a ten, I think it was ten or eleven items of prophecies. And if you read those prophecies, they, you know, if you don't know that they're talking about the railroad, they're talking about the hippies, they, you know, because you lived it or you were aware of history. Um, it wouldn't make any sense to you, but when you know the history and you you think that okay, this prophecy is ticking off these different his historical events, counting down, so to speak. And the last one was the uh, blue star Kachina, and it basically says that uh, uh, um, a blue star comes from the heavens and marks the the end of the fourth world and the beginning of the fifth world. Now, that all happened on February 21st in 2020. And within 10 days, the entire world had stopped. And well, everybody's locking down. Everything was happening. So we have gone through an extraordinarily, 
accelerated. Uh, I mean, I, in, in, I'm, a, I'm a storyteller. I write fiction. I write fact. I never would have conceived of how fast everything came to a stop. And that's, you know, where, where we've been. But we're never going to go back to where we were. We're in, a, we're in the fifth world. And it's really up to us to make it what we want it to be, not what somebody else might think they want. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to just, you know, play play whatever she's saying about this Shungite message of this week. And then we'll come back and, and Mark and I will talk about it a little bit more. And we're going to talk about um, his visit to see Robert F. Kennedy Jr. speak and the message that um, Robert Kennedy was giving. So that's going to be very interesting. And then, of course, we have a whole bunch of other stuff that we can get into, and we're just going to play it by ear. Uh, Derek, if you're listening, I'm sorry you're in this situation. We miss you. <laughs> but I bet you'd bet rather be here more than we'd rather have you here. Anyway, here we go. It's uh, 18 minutes, so, you know, get comfortable and listen and just you know let the energy because when when anybody's talking to you it's energy you're getting as well as the thoughts and um you know just sit back and let 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 let, let your guides you know give let you focus on the message that you the part of the message or the whole message but just get quiet and I'm talking like this because I'm trying to Get us all in a nice mellow state so we can listen to Barbara Menezes and it's uh, she did this on June 20th. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Um, I was asked recently by Nancy Hopkins if I could, um, you know, reconnect with uh, Shanghai and find a message for us. Uh, so I had this in my consciousness that I wanted to connect. And I normally grab a Shanghai piece of um, of Shanghai in my hands. And this time the message has come and I wasn't connecting physically with Shanghai. But I do feel that the stream of consciousness um, from where springs the messages that are delivered to me by Shanghai is the same stream of consciousness, even though I wasn't holding the stone. So, you know, feel free to take it as a Shanghai message if you want to take it uh, from Shanghai, but know that I haven't connected consciously to Shanghai today to deliver the message. Although in the back of my mind, I had this request by Nancy. So the message is a message that came a few weeks ago and I didn't translate it in, um, into English. I simply did a post and a picture um, with a code with the number 144. We know there are a lot of connections from um, the Bible and other esoteric or New Age um, or light worker perception around the code 144. But the message didn't come with the number. Um, I'm going to try to explain the whole thing and we will end up with this code. Um, so what came through today as a reminder um, of previous messages um, 
from Shanghai is that in the current situation in which we are, we have been, um, all of us, pushed into confinement, which is a restrictive mode of being. Um, we have been uh, forced to remain in our homes as a result of some external fear. So I want you to think about the heart and fear, restriction, constriction, and being forced to be inward, indoors, confined to a space. So this is what the outer world was actually telling us to do in the last two years. As a result of some event, we can call it the bug or whatever, but that is the motion. Uh, so the motion is emotionally to stay stuck in fear, to withdraw, to go within, but not in a healthy way, to go within with our fears and remain with the fears. So the invitation was to rot inside of us with our fears. The fact actually that we were not seeing, you know, a lot of bodies and authorities really trying to find solutions to the problems that we were facing, other than selling us a product called a vaccine, um, and ignoring all sorts of complementary solutions um, and not opening the dialogue to finding solutions, this is telling us that whoever organized and orchestrated this didn't have our highest good in its intention and also didn't want to find solutions because if they wanted to find solutions, we will open the debate among scientists, among everybody, not discarding really quickly very important remedies that have actually worked. Um, so let's say that something in the outer world was pushing us to stay in fear, to go within, to, to stay indoors and to close up and to stay with our fears. Because actually the continuation of the situation has brought us greater fears. Now we don't have the bug, now we have a vaccine and different types of vaccines with heavy consequences at a soul level, at a physical level, even at a reproductive level. So the fear is increasing. We are no longer afraid of the bug. Now we are afraid of the solution that comes to um, resolve the situation of the bug. And again, the solution is bringing more fear. It's actually bringing more constriction and forcing us also to remain inside of ourselves and to split and divide among the, the population between those who take the vaccine, those who do not take the vaccine. And there is this huge social debate condemning those who do not want to take the vaccine. <laughs> so again, this is fear and it's constriction and is an invitation to, to be separated from one another. So the message that I received this morning, which is the follow-up of another message that I got a few weeks ago, is about this capacity that our DNA has to be able to make a leap. And it's such a quantum leap that we are breaking the laws of evolution. We are breaking um, um, what is normally 
there for us to walk into. And there is an invitation to step into the extraordinary, into something that is unexpected, that is unusual. And it's it's godly in the sense that God, source, has created this possibility within the core of our DNA. We have this possibility to not follow linearly the slow evolution process. There is somehow a shortcut, there is a door or a window of opportunity and possibility that helps us cut through the normal slow motion of evolution. And this is the invitation. And I think Shanghai is very much in resonance with this because Shanghai comes from the field of all possibilities. So Shanghai is already a door opening us into the extraordinary, something that is unexpected, something that has not been laid out by institutions, organizations, education, and the usual regular steps. So the invitation is to step into and through this door that is in our hearts, but the door in our hearts that is leading us out of confinement is running through the wave of unconditional love, which also is a message that Shanghai has been telling us ever since we start talking to her, is about unconditional love and stepping into the highest form of love, which can be called agape, agape. It's like the highest levels of vibration of unconditional love. And so this door is in our hearts, And this door is being threatened now by the fear, the extreme fear that is being put in place by those who are holding an agenda of fear and who have laid out for maybe the next 50 years, what are the levels of fear that we are going to inflict upon the population? And if you read some documents out there, uh, it's already laid out. So we have agenda so-and-so, agenda so-and-so. Now we're going to raise inflation. Now we're going to make um, short, you know, shortages of food, of petrol, of, um, you know, we're raising electricity bills. We are raising taxes. We are doing all sorts of things to create more fear. And fear is shutting down. Whenever from a bioenergetic perspective we are in fear, we tend to withdraw, shut down, and we, 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 we take this fetal position as a baby. We go inward. Um, we close completely. Um, just imagine a flower who opens up to the sun, completely opens and, and stretches up and looks for the sun and smiles at the sun. So that will be the opposite image to the one that these forces... Uh, in the outer world are trying to impose on us to be confined indoors, shutting down in fear, the heart filled with fear, filled with separation. Uh, so that is the, op the opposite motion. The invitation here is for us to really become rebels and we need to reinstall the real meaning of what being a rebel is. Again, this is another word that instills inside of us an archetype that has been 
completely dismissed, discarded and attacked by society and by the establishment. And we are really now in need to become rebels, rebels of the heart, rebels uh, standing strong in our true feet, in who we truly are and take our decisions, take responsibility for our lives, our processes, our evolution. And from that rebelliousness that is healthy, the rebels in society have been those who have been able to reach as pioneers the edges of consciousness. And what is happening now is that the fear that is being instilled in, in us by these powers to be, who do not want the ascension process, do not want humanity to make this quantum leap by means of this door that is inside of us that can help us cut through the ordinary slow motion steps. These forces who know that we can make this leap because we are all powerful, we are divine, we are godly. These forces who want to attack us and have been attacking us severely and even those light workers who are standing strong we've been attacked in the last weeks very strongly from different timelines a lot of things have been happening for the light workers and you might be a light worker it's you may not be conscious that you are in higher dimensions fighting against these powers who are shutting down our potential and who have been shutting down our potential for eons and eons and eons. And we are fighting whether we are conscious of it or not. And we do take bites and hits and then we feel weird in our physical bodies. Uh, but it is a result, as a result of a multidimensional fight that is being fought in the name of humanity, in the name of God's source, in the name of our pure potentiality, in our name of our true selves. Because the battle is against your true self. These forces do not want you to be your true self. And they have done everything they could do to stop you through drugs, through foods, through thoughts, through wrong teachings, through distractions, through deviating you from your path through manipulating timelines, constant manipulations of timelines. Currently, we are jumping in between timelines now and we're not even aware that we are jumping into timelines that are not beneficial for us. We always need to bring ourselves to our ideal timeline. So the invitation here, whether it's Shanghai or whether it's life or whether it's love itself speaking, whether it's God speaking to us, our God self inside of us is to return to our true original selves and that there is in the heart and through the waves of unconditional love and the highest level of unconditional love called agape, agape, there is a way to open through our DNA a portal that can lead us to, you can call it infinity, you can call it boundlessness, you can call it limitlessness. And this is what we need to be achieving. And I'm now opening a portal for you as you listen inside of you 
these doors are opening now and you can step in. There's nothing you need to do. There's no teaching. There's no affirmations. It's just taking a step. The door is there inside of you. Just take the step. Step into your infinite self, which is who you truly are. And stop feeding the fear, the confinement, the constriction, the restriction, the being closed down. Open up. Step into this unconditional love that is already inside of your heart. You don't need to call it in. It is already there. It is actually that from which you spring forth and step into this infinite self that you are whole and complete and start informing your DNA from that position and tell your DNA that you do not accept any bogging down anymore, that you're not going to be taking any substance or anything that will bog you down because from this infinite self, you can inform yourself of how you need to be and you can structure your entire being on how you need to be in accordance to this infinite, whole and complete self that you are. And the more we do this, the more we will be helping others to open their own doors and step into their infinite self. So the invitation here is to go beyond our humanness, to go beyond who we thought we are as little disempowered humans that have to listen to the radio or even waiting for Trump or whoever to do anything. We don't have to wait for anybody to do anything. We are the ones who can do the things for ourselves. And the more and the sooner that we do that, the sooner that we step into the wave of this unconditional love inside of us and we open this door that is in our DNA and we give the signal to our DNA that now we are going to finally operate in accordance to this original self that we are from this limitlessness space, then is when we incarnate as these 144,000 of light workers or crystal beams of consciousness that have come to the earth to wake up everybody, to ignite the grid of light, to spread the message of who we truly are, to return to our true essence. And you may, if you want, hold in your mind as an energetic, you know, reminder, the code 144. If you need to recite it as a mantra, recite it. But know that when you're saying 144, you are bringing about from within the depths of your DNA, this door that is in your heart, that is opening up and that is inviting you to step into your infinite self. From this infinite self, you can take care of your human being. You don't have to discard it, but you become as the infinite self, the authority for your human vessel, for your incarnation. And you are sovereign and you don't even need to become sovereign doing paperwork. Because you are already sovereign. It's self-evident. No one needs any proof whatsoever once you have stepped through that door inside of your heart 
And you don't even need to shout it to anybody. Just simply be it and radiate it and open up to the radiation that is just like the flower that is open and can shine bright in front of the sun and let that flower inform the rest of flowers that they can also shine, that they can also open up, that they can also grow and evolve in a new way, which is faster. It's a shortcut. So I hope this helps you and uh, inspires you and gives you a visual image and um, many, many blessings and see you soon. Bye. Okay, well, Barbara did not disappoint. That was, um, on so many levels, very, very profound. Mark, are you here? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, it's amazing to me how she seems to, well, it's not amazing. I mean, I understand it, but it's always, let's say, refreshing and, and... hopeful when we hear Barbara who's in Spain you know basically giving the same message that we've been been led to give is that they're afraid of us we should not be afraid of them because they're doing all this to prevent us from opening up to our own true being Uh, so that was something that we all have to realize is that they're not the big bad wolf they're a bad wolf but they're not that big comparatively they're they can't compare to us for a lot of reasons i mean we've gotten into that theoretically over the years about what's wrong with these people (laughs) why why do you want to do all this negative stuff why do you want the control what what is it I mean, where do you, where do we get the most comfort, the most positive energy feelings, you know? Dealing with simple things, with just, you know, looking at a flower and seeing the magic of nature, watching a bee come over to that flower and how they interact. I mean, if you pay attention to just what's around us, you have to be just I mean impressed with mother nature and that is us being impressed by mother nature well this is a special place this this earth we live in this biosphere you know and the people that are here are being mucked with because we can be like the flower if we blossom into who we really are the rest of the universe is going to take notice because I think it's that that grand a scheme here and the people that I believe are led to this station and other stations there's other stations out there that do the same kind of messaging that we do um, but the people that are, are being drawn into what they air quotes alternative thinking um it's like she says, we're the rebels. We're the ones that aren't the sheeple, that aren't the ones that go into a state of fear. I mean, yes, we all go into a certain amount of fear, but they, they almost, 
not everybody, but a good portion of them actually embrace the fear. You know, it's these people don't have the ability to get beyond the the the, the base concepts of what makes me feel good. And even though it seems contrary, they feel good because something has woke them up. They've got something that's energizing them. And it's fear, but it's at least they're energized. Because so many people go through life just like, you know, a, 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 blank, a blank chalkboard with nothing on it. And so, and I, I've noticed this thing with, with, you know, like my best friend. It was like, they got into being ex, feel the excitement, the endorphins or whatever endocrine. I don't know, endorphins. I think it is, you know, that you get, and they're not being able to perceive that. Look at you're getting a high in fear, because that's what's making you engaged in living. I mean, somebody who's about to get, in some way or another, physically hurt, they don't think about laying down and taking a nap. They'd get energized. Well, as energy beings, we're continually being energized. We're continually in the the essence of feeling and appreciating and understanding to a degree because we don't we don't have the all well maybe the human brain until it gets to a the human being gets to a point of really connectedness will we be able to grasp the full, amazing, magnificent creation that we call life in the universe. And beyond that, we are blessed on being on a planet, the the blue marble, that's so full of life, so full of variety of different different expressions of life. So I deeply appreciate Barbara's message. Um, you want to comment on it there, Mark? Yeah, that's been consistent with her um, message from last year, too, where it was also just as much needed. Um, no, that's good, because Shanghai does give us, you know, grounding, um, alignment, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, ener- gets us energized, too. So, um, no, especially now with, with fear of being more of the virus, the media, things like that, that it all... It does help us give direction, focus, and um, clear intention. Um, and I think especially with uh, – we just had the summer solstice, and that's usually – I forget who called it International Cabal Day. And that, that wasn't the case this time because I was expecting a false flag or something like that. And instead, we did get a uh, <laughs> uh, the opposite effect or, or something more positive, which was um, uh, the president – not the fake one, uh, make an announcement about, um, what announcement did he make? Nancy? I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just lost it. Um, Oh, that he didn't concede. And I've always held that, um, um, held that idea, held that notion. He didn't concede. He came out and said that. You didn't see that? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. So he, he said, Oh, by the way, you know, I never did concede. <laughs> so, I mean, when it was an he... interview. Yeah. Oh, wow. Almost wow. yesterday. Yeah, because, I mean, so, because January was a, a big month, you know, with the whole um, uh, stupid insurrection 
uh, a label from the 6th, January 6th, and then, um, and, and he had to kind of ride that wave, and um, it bothered me he didn't pardon those people, but um, anyway, yeah, he did an interview, I think it was yesterday or Sunday, and, and saying that he didn't, so this is all coming in a, in a certain alignment, I think, especially what he said, he also, um, what was it, cryptic about things coming around sooner than later? So. Yes, I heard that one. Well, yeah. th- that was that was the one where he it was a video, and he was standing. And I, I've talked about this, but he was standing in front of a picture. Now, you know, I, I look at this stuff. This the the setting was weird because he's standing in front of a picture, but only the the far left of the picture could be seen and then probably maybe a a quarter of it or a third of it you know so I don't know what the picture was but that was something that if you're going to pose somebody you're not going to pose them like that and you know we think that there are clones of of Donald Trump and Dolly and I both believe this was the real president and I couldn't feel uh, Mira Largo I felt like it was the White House that this video was being filmed in it just it didn't seem like Merrill Largo to me and he did then say you know we've got to we've got to fight for to get the the house back and to get the senate back and you know then he said in the in the white house back and he said and that's going to happen a lot sooner than you think so when you look at that that messaging and you look at the you know on fox right now uh, the press secretary for uh, Trump, uh, uh, Kaylee, I can't think of her last name, Kaylee M, begins with an M. Anyway, but Kaylee and his um, his son's wife, uh, Laura, Laura uh, the, and other Trump, like Pompey and uh, Pompey, Pompano, what's, what's, his, what's the secretary of state? I mean, yeah. Pompeo. Pompeo. Um, all these people are coming on with a a sense of, of you don't feel that, like they're losing any kind of a battle. You don't feel like they're depressed or worried or full of fear. They come on positive and everything's going to be all right, even though it seems like it might not be. So when you look at the Trump side of things, and oh, Mark, this is funny. I was listening to some uh, one of the, probably Fox show. It was it was people talking, and all of a sudden one of them says, "You know how they say, well, the White House says, you know, well, all of a sudden one of them said, well, Marilargo says, like Marilargo is now the White House, you know, <laughs> messaging from the Marilargo. So I mean, there's there there's so much real." The people that understand that it was a stolen election, that the Trumper won by massive, massive numbers, when you know that and you see that it's seemingly like, oh, my God, what happened? It's been stolen. Doesn't anybody see that it's been stolen? And you're taking the country and you're absolutely trashing it faster than anybody could possibly believe. But if you sit back and you look at things... Yeah, it looks like that, but is it really, really happening? You know, 
are all these things that, that, yes, in certain areas, yes, absolutely, the border is a nightmare. The loss of jobs, the petroleum industry, that sort of thing. But have they really lost control? And it doesn't feel that way. It feels like Jan Shaw is, likes to say it's a theater. They're out there doing all this stuff to keep everybody looking this way and not looking at what's really happening. Would you like to comment on that? So I was looking for the clip um, to quote from, when was it? Yesterday. Uh, maybe I can play it here. It's, it's from... Uh, the show called The Water Cooler, Real America's Voice. Um, let me see. I can play that here. Volume up. No, I never admitted defeat. As we have a, a lot of things happening can you hear that? right now. Yes. I think that an election that was, I don't think, all you have to do is read the newspapers and see what's coming out now. No, I never, the word is concede. I have not conceded. Okay, there you go. Wow. <laughs> oh, I bet that made them jittery last night. I hope they all had a good night's sleep. <laughs> it's just the timing, too, like why you chose. It's all like symbols and numbers and all this stuff, the code. <clears throat> well, it's, it, it's truly amazing. Um, I was, somebody's, okay, I was over in chat in CosmicReality.com go to radio and you can go to the chat and it's not just a chat for the live shows our chatters are family so they come in there even when we're just playing replays and they'll start talking about all sorts of things and I went over there I'm not even sure why but there was somebody posted a link and I'm not even sure who because I never saw the name of who posted it it was just this link and it said Something to the to the effect of um, at the 15-minute mark, they're showing a video of this uh, war. Of, of I don't even know what they called it. So I, like, go over there, and, oh, my God. <laughs> it was like I, I, I was just absolutely stunned, okay? I was stunned by the fact that this was actual video that it was out there and I believe it was difficult because the link gave me the full screen of the rumble uh, uh, video and I couldn't get back to the small screen so I could see what whose who's station is this on rumble and unfortunately it was again late, late last night and I didn't have the time to, to pursue it but this particular segment in my understanding of what was happening, this woman was apparently uh, doing like Jan Shaw does, only she was using the video, and she was going to different topics and, and presenting stuff. And one of the people that she was uh, using to do this was uh, Q, the storm rider on Telegram. And it's weird because it's like Q and then a, a, a parent. A, a, Oh, uh, what do you call that dang thing? You know, quote. You know, when you put not in a quote, but in the parentheses, when you got the little thingy, squiggly things. Anyway, it's a cue, the storm rider, and I'll give you the the telegram link to this. 
And this was a video from that particular Telegram post. Well, it was war scenes. It was like something that uh, you'd see out of Vietnam, where the cameraman is embedded with the military forces. And Mark, it was stark, raving terror. I mean, it was like, oh my God. And I knew this. I knew when when they start, you know, you got the tunnel systems that are all through the, the world. And in there is like, we're not talking about the inner earth. We're talking about tunnel systems made by whoever. I don't want to get into that. But that they they apparently have things like the size of cities down there. And good-sized cities. And so when the American troops went in there, they had a good understanding of the tunnel systems and what they were going to confront. But when they got down there, no, they weren't prepared for what they were going to... I mean, you can tell somebody, you might meet some very strange characters down there, but in this film, there is a creature type of per- it, w- it was like on all fours but and it was more of a uh, you couldn't get real detail on it because you got all these explosions and gunfire and you're seeing American troops you're seeing them you know just doing battle there's nothing being said it's just the battle scene and you are in it and you see off to the right side of this video this sil- not a silhouette but a not very definable image but it is of a creature and this woman slowed it down so you can see and she said that she believed that this is a creature that's that looks like this and she showed a photograph of this thing it was pretty damn scary but when they got down there it was it was no longer uh you know you didn't well apparently they did find chinese soldiers down there but it wasn't like Chinese soldiers or Russian soldiers or Iran soldiers or China. No, this was creatures. Now, when I saw this creature and I kind of reached out to feel what it felt like, I'm more suspicious that this might be some really bizarre uh, human interaction in creating the super soldier type of thing but taken to the extreme of creating a super spooky, scary thing. I, it was just a, the, the feeling that I got when I looked at it. Uh, did you happen to see that video at all? No, um, I don't know if you can put it in chat or like send it later, but uh, what you're talking about also matches with what Gene Decode's been talking um, in his you know various interviews. And even backstage in, in uh, his subscription thing, where um, a lot of the cabal, you know, obviously SSP super soldier experiment, and um, those don't get uh, deleted on YouTube because there's a certain agenda with the um, UFO thing and disclosure. But no, that about matches it. And then that, of course, um, with the uh, I don't know human experimentation and other things with with um, of course, the, there's a connection with the child trafficking and uh, missing children being rescued from the underground tunnels. So, yeah, uh, it's it's good to get confirmation from another, you know, 
another uh, page. Nancy? Yeah, it, it, you know, for most people, it's just like mind bending. You can't even go there. And trust me, I've been at this for 40 years or something. And along the way, I'd hear things and I'd go, oh, that's bullshit. That can't possibly be true. Only to find out it was true. Um, the stuff that we know, the people that listen to not only the Shungite show, where we talk about the, the, the magical properties of a, of a rock and a C60 molecule and that all sorts of amazing things can be uh, attained, you know. No. Beyond that, the, the dark side is just so dark. And it has, as she re- related, you know, there has been a tremendous amount of mucking with timelines. And the story goes on, if you're a light worker, and that, I, don't, I don't really like that word, but, you know, she used it, so we use it. If you're a light worker, you've been at this, not just this t- this lifetime you've been at this for a while because that's who we are we're the we're the ones that are god's warriors you know whatever you think of god the all powerful all loving i mean that that energy of love what what's the difference between those awful peoples that are trying to do awful things to the vast majority of well, I don't know if it's the mass majority of humanity because I'm questioning who's human over here. But those people like us who are looking at life and saying, no, this reality sucks. we got to create a new one and know that we can do it and are actively engaged in it, even if it's only in our own minds because our minds are where the power is. That's what they're afraid of, that we're going to wake up and we're going to understand our own powers. But this goes back for a very long time. And for people that know me, you know that I believe that my soul had the experience of being John, General George Patton in a previous lifetime. And the last thing that George Patton said to his wife before he died was, it's too hard. And then he corrected himself and he said, no, it's too dark. And... What he meant by that, he was a he was an extremely uh, knowledgeable metaphysician. George Patton was. He believed he had lived many many reincarnations on Earth, and that a lot of times he'd be like, well, I remember the African in Africa. Okay, he, he's he's got his his, his sub soldiers, the ones under him, with him, and they're looking over a battlefield scenario on the ground, and he's going, I've been here before. And he proceeded to talk about a battle that he had fought there in another timeline, another time frame. And, you know, so he was he was not particularly very open about his metaphysical uh, perspective. But he, he, he said so many things that, you know, people realized that this guy really understands metaphysics. And he was the only dignitary that went and saw the Spear of Destiny after it was captured. And it was captured mainly because he was the one that 
was behind them trying to find us. And this was something I didn't know. But just, uh, okay, the Spear of Destiny, when it was found in Nuremberg, Germany, they actually were looking for a vault, underground vault, because they had gotten information that said there is an underground vault in the regalia of the Habsburgs, the, the crown, the Habsburgs being the uh, royalty of the German-Austrian environment, uh, the crown, the scepter, all sorts of different things, plus the Spear of Destiny were, and other things, other art and stuff, were in a vault. But they knew that they were looking for a vault. When I saw the original uh, paperwork, the military paperwork on how they found the Spear of Destiny, it was a report from supposedly just some soldiers that were walking along and saw a break in the in the ground and said, what's this, and found out there was a tunnel system there. Well, now I found out that, no, they actually knew they were looking for that tunnel system. So he went and he saw the Spear of Destiny. He was the only one. He wanted, as a matter of fact, this particular program that I was watching, um, we're stipulating that Patton wanted to own the Spear of Destiny. And that's not what happened at all. And I'm not going to get into the to the to the story there. But the, the fact is is that he had spent uh his life as George Patton fighting what he saw as being the evil Nazis. And then when and because they were out of Germany, you know, the Germans were the enemy. But then after the war he became a military um officer, you know, like like the government instead of the government it was a military thing. And he was like the the head honcho in the in a southern area of Germany. And he began to realize that the German people were just as much a victim of this evil as anybody else in the world. And he began to look at different things concerning what he thought was the he thought was the enemy. And he realized that not only did he not understand his enemy like he thought he did because he didn't understand the full implications of how dark and evil it was but he 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 realized it was he never even won the war the evil was still out there they hadn't gone after what was really the problem so he comes and you know last last thought in his his mind was i will remember so, you know, I pop out of mom's womb and I'm going like, well, I'll be damned. Here we are again. I mean, I had a, a I remembered. He said he wanted to remember. He forced it on me and probably others, you know, because you have multiple ways of many people might have, have his his data bank in there, in their data bank. Um, but when I looked at it, I I saw it as, you know, when John Kennedy was assassinated, I saw the evil. I knew the evil. It was like I, I remembered. And so I could go through life in a, in a very peculiar way of knowing that there was some real, real bad crap out there and which other people are totally ignorant of. Totally. And... Yes, I tried to write books. I tried to tell people, but we didn't have the Internet there. And then we get the Internet, and all of a sudden you realize you're not alone. There's a whole lot of people 
out there that saw the same thing. We are not alone. We've been doing this for a while. So when Barbara comes on and she gives us a a message from her, her higher self, from, from the Shungite higher self, from wherever, a message that was that profound, you know, uh, really, you have to. I th I'm going to listen to it again. You know, replay it so you you can see that it really is a mind game. And if you go into the if you if you kneel down to the fear, you 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 you, you go away. You're out of the game. If you stand and say no, this doesn't. This is crazy. This isn't going to happen. You're completely protected. You know, don't worry about cancel culture or losing your job or whatever. You are you have, you you have to get to a point where you make a decision. You know, are you going to stand for any of this craziness? Are you going to stand in the light of God? Are you going to believe there's a God? Because I mean, I can make the point that. One of the problems, the main problem we have is that over the last few decades, they've taken God out of the nation and are replacing it with atheism. No God. You know, and um, people who, oh gee, what? A nonprofit organization just lost their nonprofit status. And this was a group that is essentially working. In, in, in the Christian, in the field of, of, you know, Christian generosity and taking care of the, of the, 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 the people. And so they're a Christian organization, a nonprofit organization. And the IRS told them that they lost their nonprofit status because when you have Christianity, you also have Republican politics, and the two women that were, you know, ahead of it talking about this, they were like, "Well, apparently, if you love God, you must be a Republican," <laughs> you know, and that's a political statement, and the IRS doesn't want you to have that political statement, and if if that if that's the reason, I mean, that's really scary. You don't want us talking about God? Whoa. Where are we? Remind me. <laughs> you know? What do you think there? we got a minute before we're going to take a break. Right. They're moving towards the UN. You know, the big organizations who... The transhumanism eugenics thing as opposed to... Um, what The tradhumanism thing. So, I like going down the middle... But, um, yeah, it's all about the destruction of, I mean, working with nature, God, and, and, and the earth. So, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, we are winning against it, but it's like what Barbara said, you know, not to focus on the fear porn and, uh, go with the vibe tribe. Nancy? I like that, the vibe tribe. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, so this is Craig Stewart. Um, Barbara's husband, and he wrote this specifically, uh, well, specifically about Shungite, but 
he gave it to me. He said, I'm giving you this. A gift. It's one of the most amazing gifts I've ever gotten. And um, it's called Shanghai. We the people. It's three minutes. We'll be back after this. And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It is June 22, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and with me is Mark Joseph. Um, we the people. So, Mark, are you back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, now, we the people. And one of the most... Well, hes I don't know how long he's been out there. Robert F. Kennedy. You got to see him. And... I just am really glad that you did because 
tell tell us a story. You know, just tell us a story. Don't you know? Don't worry about the time because I just want to. You know, it would tell us a setting. How many people were there? What what it felt like to be with Robert F. Kennedy? Because the last time I watched him in front of a crowd, it was a million people in Berlin. Do you remember that a few years ago? You could see that video on. That was last year, wasn't it? Was it was it last year? Yeah. Oh my God! Year. I think maybe you're right. No, it couldn't have been because they wouldn't have had a million people. It was in the fall, maybe of nineteen, but it was before they they shut things down because there was a million people outside event. A million people, more than his his uh, uncle had gotten when John Kennedy, the president, went to Berlin. I could have sworn that he was there talking about the pandemic and the lockdown thing. I don't think anyway, so. I don't think so because I the videos I, on BitChute people can type his name and do newest first and then it'll come up. So, but um, you went to one just last weekend, right? And so, I know you you know you you say that there's like tons of stuff out there to research and listen to, and um, I sent you the link on YouTube, and of course YouTube deleted it, uh, but. I mean, people can contact California's Children's Health Defense to get maybe a copy. Otherwise, if you do like RFK, Robert Kennedy, um, search on YouTube, there's a couple people who posted like um, highlights of it. So um, uh, this church in, in San Jose, um, Calvary Church, who's, who's uh, what do you call it, um, resisted uh, the lockdown. They've always been open, never had masks indoors. You know, this is the heart of Silicon Valley, uh, San Jose. And they've had great speakers like um, uh, Judy Mikovits. I saw her last month. And Dr. Simone Gold, who started um, America's Frontline Doctors, the website. And um, they do offer HCQ and uh, ivermectin, um, you know, once you do the telemedicine thing. And are are setting up lawsuits against the uh, California school dis- district because they're they're trying to make vaccines mandatory, um, among other things. But uh, what was it? So um, it was pretty packed crowd, pretty much sold out um, for seeing our RF- RFK um, in Saturday. Let me bring up my highlights here. So this was called a, a proclamation of freedom with RFK on. Defending Religious Liberties and Medical Choice. So he talked about um, maybe an hour, 90 minutes, and did a Q&A. And uh, so some of my highlights about it was he was detailing the Milgram experiment. And quick summation of that is um, people will, um, I guess in a way, purposefully harm uh, their neighbor or someone they know or love because someone in a white coat told them to. So two-thirds of people will do that, <laughs> which kind of tells you how we got into this mess here. And then there's that meme, of course, of like, um, what was it? If like people who allowed what happened in Germany you know, during the Nazi era, you know, were kind of in the same thing. Like if you ever wondered why people kind of stood back, now you know why. Um, so. That was one of the highlights he was talking about the Milgram experiment, comparing it to nowadays. And oh, he was mentioned. He has a book. He has a book on uh, Dr. Fauci coming out, I think, in September. And he said if you do a pre-order on Amazon, 
uh, if it reaches 10,000 pre-orders, they'll be able to sell it in airport bookstores. And then I think like in the new release section of bookstores so that you it'll get that much more exposure of this whole thing. Um, and one of the highlights he did was on VAERS, the vaccine injury uh, reporting. And as I mentioned, I think on the show before that less than 1% uh, is reported. And so that should make it around half a million deaths, at least what we have currently. Plus, you know, you're taking into account that uh, what's reported is uh, at least three months uh, behind. Um, and that also in VAERS, because he had a Zoom call. He had a Zoom call he mentioned um, over the weekend with people who run the system for VAERS. And that there are 10 deaths a day that are disappearing from VAERS, not reported. Um, and he was also, also saying that those who receive flu shots are six times more likely to spread the flu. I mean, this whole vaccine shedding thing has been known for a while. And then, oh, he went off on, on Gates, of course, and Fauci and this whole story. Um, I think Children's Health Defense is also on YouTube. You could probably contact them for the video. I'm hoping they'll put it on their on their site. But uh, oh, and and one of the highlights he did was that the World Health Organization last year admitted that uh, Gates's polio vaccine spreads polio today at 70 percent. And um, let me see what else did he say. Wait a minute. Can you replay re repeat that? So uh, last year, the World Health Organization admitted that the Bill Gates polio vaccine spreads polio at 70% in the world. Wow. Yeah, and there was a... Well, US I Supreme... Let me just... I, I heard a report that... Um, I can't remember who... That when you give the polio vaccination, there's like... I don't know, a, a percentage of the kids will have polio. So they go into Africa and they shoot all these people up, up and they go, aren't we good? We're good people. And then they go off and they leave all these kids who are now can't walk, are stricken. And this has been the problem right along, that they go in, they do this, and then all this happens and nobody reports on it. The same thing that we're seeing now. The vaccination, you know, my brother, he's two years younger than I am, and he lives up in Massachusetts. And I said something to him about something, and he said, oh, everybody up here is vaccinated. Everybody's vaccinated. And then about 15 minutes into the conversation, we were talking about, I can't, again, it was like, it was, it was talking about people who, oh, I couldn't get a hold of a friend of mine. And I said, I'm suspecting that, you know, he may be in the hospital or worse. And he said, he said, everybody's dying around here. Okay? So he's got people who are dying around him. He says, it's like, you know, every time I turn around, somebody else is dying. Now, he didn't say that to me in the middle of the pandemic. You know? Everybody's vaccinated and everybody's dying. But he never said that when it was just a pandemic. And yet, I, I knew that if I said anything about the vaccinations causing it, he'd have hung up on me. You know, he would, or after he cursed me out. You know, because they don't want to hear that. But their own statements make you say, well, if you're hearing all these people are dying now after 
your state's been vaccinated. Could there be a link? You know what I'm saying, Mark? It's pretty scary when they when when they are seeing it, observing it, and they don't make the connections. It's a lot worse than that. So you hear these. I mean, the doctors I follow, or or Telegram um, pages where people, parents whose children have died, they would still say they would give their kids the shot. <laughs> I, I, so I don't know. Like you can't put two and two together. I mean, we know that Big Pharma has uh, a hit squad. You know, we had those rash of holistic doctors die within the short time frame that Mercola and um, uh, uh, his wife, Erin, Health Nut News, have been talking about and aware of. That's why Mercola pulled back and, you know, keeping stuff on his site, he's being censored. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, a friend of mine goes to a natural pathic doctor and when we first started re- reporting these deaths of this particular group of doctors I can't even remember how long ago but it was it was quite a while ago like I would say maybe 17 and uh, the health nut Erin there's the name she was the one that first started reporting on it because she had in Florida she had um her her husband had two friends that were in this in this uh, particular situation, and one of them died, and then another one was saying that a friend of his had died, and so she started because she's a reporter type. She started looking into it, and the last figure I saw, there was over a hundred doctors that were naturopaths that um, had had really bizarre deaths, and you know. If you're if you're attacking the people that are telling the truth through murder, well, I guess you can understand why they'd murder us all if they could. They are just they're they're, they're crazy people. They're, there's something very very wrong with them. And um, sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent there. <laughs> it's like I, I I just you know it's it's cognizant dissidence. And I, I was referencing that earlier. It's like it's so evil, it's so dark, it's so awful that a good, loving human being who just wants to go through life, you know, making a difference in people's lives for the better and to feel good about yourself. You don't have to be famous, you don't have to do anything, you know, incredibly. You just have to be a good person. And how do you, how is a good person going to get their heads around this terrible evil that we're confronting you know what do we do stand up and say hey you people are all crazy (laughs) or do you begin to work like Robert Kennedy and and the people that are out there uh, all the doctors all these doctors now that are coming out and saying this stuff um, it's truly heart inspiring but the only reason they're going to be able to do what they're doing is if we, every one of us, every individual, puts our, our, our love and our support and our gratitude and appreciation for what these people are doing for us. And, and you know, throwing them love blankets. Give them, don't just go through like, oh, you know, 
or I got to do something. No, think about the people that are out there, the soldiers that are on that film. Think about them. Send them your love. Send them their, your support. You know, they, they're, they're going to be out there and they're going to all of a sudden feel good all of a sudden. Just, you know, gosh, I feel good all of a sudden. What happened? You know, they don't have to know that it was you just sending them a love blanket, a hug. So we we have to engage. Um, so is there what else you got on your notes of Robert Kennedy, unless you got some comment you like to make now? Yeah, so if people do, um, what are they typing? Robert F. Kennedy Berlin, just as a reference. So he did a, a press conference back in August 28, 2020, um, on the Children's Health Defense uh, Europe chapter. So um, I I'm not seeing the speech per se, but oh, here it is. Speaks in Germany at Berlin Rally for Freedom and Peace. So that's when, as far as what I saw, when he did this this legendary speech. Uh, to those millions of people there. He's got some pictures there. And it was in 2020. That surprised me. I mean, I'm not, well, I didn't watch the video, but this is the reference I'm finding. Okay. Oh, here it is. I'm in front of half a million people. Um, largest anti-corona demonstration in Berlin. Yeah, it looks like it. A half so a million? I thought it was up. a million. Maybe he did too. We'll have to look at that. But anyway, oh, yeah. he's, 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 he's pretty amazing. Um, guy now and yeah. something you told me because when you were you said that it was kind of hard to hear him in the state in the in the uh, church so it was it was packed yeah and so i had was in the balcony of course because i got there late <clears throat> and then i went to the far right um uh and then yeah so i had to move to the middle and it was a lot better and then um what they had on youtube too was a lot better you know a lot clearer uh but the, he also has a speech impediment, and you said that he said that he believed that the speech impediment was caused by vaccinations he had as a child. Is that correct? It was a flu shot. A flu uh, shot. No, I think as an adult. Um, oh, really? And he's not anti-vax either, so he's just presenting information. So, yeah. Wow. <clears throat> so, any other notes that you took down? No, that's kind of it. I mean... Um, People can get the book, of course, or previewed on Amazon. He does go off. He went off What's on What's the Fauci's title? History. Do you know the title of it? No, I mean, you could just type his name on, on Amazon. It'll come up or, or like on a keyword search. Um, but he, he was just telling stories about the connections behind the scenes stuff of um, Fauci and, and Gates. And then the Q&A was good. Um, he did acknowledge the shedding thing, but a lot of it being anecdotal and, and we're so they're, they're still looking through that. Um, no, it went by pretty fast. It was really good. And again, people can contact Children's Health Defense California chapter if they want to see the video. It was very clear, like a front and center, uh, the YouTube video. I should have saved the video, but um, yeah, front and center, very clear. Um, it was even better than the video was better audio than me being there at the very front when I moved to hear him a lot bit. You know, having better audio. Um, oh, and they were doing the thing where like five hundred bucks to was it five hundred? No, it was a hundred dollars to get a shirt and then like get get a picture with him. But I think he said said enough. And then he does have a podcast, like weekly, uh, the Defender Podcast, RFK Junior. 
Um, he did talk about his book in the podcast, I think a few days ago, about 40 minutes. So people can totally uh, check that out. I couldn't find it on, on the official site for some reason. I don't know why that was weird. They have uh, like a bunch of other shows on the Children's Health Defense site shows. And it doesn't talk about his Defender podcast, which I thought was odd, which is, you know, the main one. Um, so kind of, yeah, that's that that's as far as that goes. And again, people can see clips of it, YouTube, if they, if they do keyword search his name and do newest first or upload date. And yeah, I'm really enjoying these kinds of talks. Uh, of course, I have my Shunkat with me because you know, a lot of these churches um, have what like these these uh, cell tower things on them. I didn't see it for this one, so that's good. At least you know freedom for it, uh, full spectrum. Not not like because I I drive by this church all the time going to work and I I see these um, cell tower things on them. So I, I think I'm on a pretty good roll. Like once a month, I'm seeing somebody pretty cool, uh, uh, Mikovits and then RFK. So um, I kept hearing, like I follow the five doctors, you know, because Tenpenny you talk about on Radio 5G. And I kept hearing that people would go or they would be traveling to Sacramento to do a talk. Like how am I not hearing about this? So apparently, um, what was it, late May, um, Tenpenny and Made, they went to – this this place called Church of Glad Tidings. They do have a, a website, and they recorded their talks and Q and A along with Mikeovich. She was up there too, and so I think it's free because it's a church. I mean, you can donate. But and I, I went to see oh oh the uh, Arise tour thing, Arise USA tour with um uh Kristen Northrup. She was there last weekend, and I missed it. I just saw like missed it by, like by a day. And 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 um lawyer um. Lee Dundas. So that was a huge one. So I think it's near Marysville, the, the, or in Marysville, the, the church, which is like maybe a three hour drive for me, two hours, something like that. So next month they're having, they're having General Flynn talk. So I'm for sure going to try to make that. Um, I think it's in the middle of July and it's free, but then they have like a breakfast thing with him. And then like, if you want to do a meet and greet, it's like 500 bucks, but no, this is it's really cool, especially with um, you know post Fourth of July, and then you know I can let you know how it goes. But I don't know, Nancy, if you want to you want to comment on that, those things. No, yeah, um, and this is California. <laughs> you know, it, it surprises me that there's so much activity in California because they do seem to be the state that is still having problems with their governor. And getting locked down, your state. Um, but no, it's uh, we have to be deeply appreciative of these people. And um, and I, you know, <laughs> okay. When did you go to this? You said Saturday, right? This, so the RFK the thing. Yeah, nineteen Saturday. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. Yesterday was the solstice. Now, I did you see anybody doing anything about solstice? I mean, I I was working in the yard with the lawn man yesterday, um, and I, I something tweaked me to the fact that it was the solstice. But it was like I didn't. Was there any kind of activity that we being reported anywhere? Activity good stuff. Of, good stuff. But, that you just. Saw I mean, it. other than the president. Making that remark of uh, not conceding, 
Well, that, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that is a big thing. You know, that is a big thing. Um, the Gates and the, the uh, Fauci. Fauci, oh my God, this guy is unbelievable. Uh, he's so dirty. I mean, he, he, just, I'm sure everybody knows now, but he is uh, the director of the viral sector of the health the the US federal health department type of thing okay and he was told to everybody was told that the type of research um being done that essentially makes a fairly benign virus lethal to human beings through genetic manipulation that that's very dangerous it's very dangerous so we're going to ban it you know we're not going to get involved in it and Fauci went around, uh, not just Trump, but Obama, too, um, and funded an organization in the United States that then went on to fund the Wuhan lab on COVID, uh, making it more viral, making it more dangerous. Okay, this is, this is what, what this was all about. And Fauci was getting reports on how the, the experiments were going. So, I mean, he knew that this was happening. He's completely linked to it. Gates is linked to, to Fauci in so many different ways. But last night, the one that I... Who, who would have guessed? I mean, how, how, it gets crazier and crazier. The company that is the American company... The guy that was ahead of that was on the investigation into Wuhan by the uh, who, uh, World Health Organization. So he goes over there and, no, it's not coming from the lab. Oh, no, no, couldn't, couldn't possibly be coming from the lab. That was then shoved down the throats of all these people that believe that. You know, as, as Gutfeld said on one of his shows... If you got an explosion and a fire in a town that's got a fireworks factory, you're going to look at the fireworks factory first. And the Wuhan lab was investigating, trying to make more viral so that human beings get it, COVID. And yet they're blaming it on a wet market. You know, I mean, it doesn't didn't make any sense to anybody that had half a brain. I mean, I never felt fell for the wet market thing and I don't think President Trump did and a lot of other people but again the uproar from Fauci and the world health no no couldn't possibly goes back to this guy that's the head of this American company well last night they revealed on Fox Network that Google was a major financial contributor to that particular company Google. Google, when it started out, had a had a logo. Do no evil. Why? I always wondered why. Why would you say that? Well, they discontinued that logo quite a few years ago. So now what you've got is that Google, which has been suppressing anything concerning the source of the pandemic being the lab, has shut down anybody that will talk about hydrochloric in or 
ivermycin, anything, vitamin D, vitamin C. Ivermectin. Ivermectin, excuse me. Um, all of this stuff, shut them down. These are doctors, doctors who are saying, why isn't there any flu? Why is there no flu this year? Why do the, why do the death rates from 2020 and 2019 match? How many people died? There was no pandemic. People weren't dying from... They were dying from things that they always die from. And, you know, the flu included, but the flu wasn't even... didn't even happen. I mean, it, it's so blatantly crazy that anybody would believe this. But you're getting hit with all the, the mainstream media, the Fauci, you know, the God there, the medicine God, you know, all this. And then you find out that, well... You mean I haven't been hearing the other side because the other side was shut down and censored by the very people that were causing this? Now, there are some people that believe that <clears throat> this is just an accident. And that is true of most of the West. It's an accident. They, want, they don't want to believe that it could have evilly been that evil. There are other people, mainly the Chinese themselves, who say that, no, it was specifically released by the lab in a military operation to see how viral it was in Wuhan. A little local outbreak so they could watch it that just took off on them. They lost control over it. Well, it... Everything was going fine. You still couldn't talk about Wuhan lab being the source or any of this stuff. And then suddenly, very drastically, very suddenly, all of a sudden, oh, maybe it's a lab, maybe it's a lab, maybe it's a lab, maybe it's a lab. All right? And not only myself, but anybody that watches this, what, what happened? What do they know? Something happened. Because you don't have the players who are guilty as sin all of a sudden jumping on the on the truth unless something spooked them really really bad really bad and apparently a high-ranking Chinese official defected to the United States and Fox was able to confirm that this this conspiracy thing that the yes, apparently this guy they named the guy his position and all that. I just was so stunned by the information I wasn't paying attention to it, uh, the details. But this guy, um, they said they had uh, this this professor. He's, he's he writes about the Chinese, he's Chinese and he, he you know American Chinese and he's been writing about these people forever. And he said, look, the reason I think it's it's true is because if it wasn't true the Chinese would have this guy out in front of the public parading around. But they just made a statement that he's at heart at work in some undisclosed place, you know. So if this has happened, yes, if somebody who knew the whole story came out to the United States and said, look it, we've got to, you've got to know the truth. Um, first off, God bless this man and his family that will pay the price for it. But everything that was holding up the 
you know, the house of cards is starting to crumble. And this is why I think that now you have Fauci, you know, saying, Come on, guys, do you think it blood's on my hands? What's this about? You think I should be fired? What is this about? I mean, the guy is, like, really, really <laughs> acting like an idiot. So, anyway, there's that story. It's coming apart. And I hope very quickly. <laughs> I hope very quickly. You still with me, Mark? Yeah. Um... Uh, I sent you a Skype chat that I also put in um, the regular chat for uh, future reference of uh, your governor signing forced vaccinations, and I, I attached the law to it, so you can look at that later. But um, so that, I want to go back to Shanghai and how um, uh, uh, reference uses on um, the S4 magnet. And how the S um, S four stickers can assist blood circulation and increase stem cells in the blood because now this just came out today <clears throat> this this breaking uh, news bit so people need to follow Dr Jane Ruby on Twitter and uh, you scroll down that that um, that feed of hers and she like breaks stuff all the time so this is myocarditis connecting. Myocarditis connection study results toxic spikes. The toxic spike protein in your body is forced to make and create autoimmune attack on heart tissue linked to myocarditis and enlarged heart, which is, of course, the blood clots. And um, uh, in, in her uh, Twitter post, which was just made early this morning, I did um, post the science paper to that, <clears throat> which is uh, – <clears throat> and she only put the picture, which is selectively expressing SARS-CoV-2 spike Protein S1 subunit in car cardiomyocytes induces uh, cardiac hyper hypertro hypertrophy in mice. And uh, let me see. So anyway, um, that's the science paper explaining that. And we do know that actually the big viral news or rumors, conspiracy theory, if you will, is uh, four British airline pilots had died. Uh, and and, and um, the PR for the British Airlines said, no, it doesn't have anything to do with them getting shots. But if people follow Dr. Jane Ruby <clears throat> and Cliff High, you'll know that there's this pattern and national news is starting to report on it of behind the scenes, people they know in the airlines that those who got the shot and, and pilots, you know, there's been stuff going on with them and stuff having, happening to their staff. And they're having this hiring shortage, even Jim Stone investigative reporter has been talking about this too so like okay not to go into the fear porn stuff but what can people do and so you have the youtube video nancy narrating and also the whole show of an rn doing the electron microscope or to that level of um what happens to blood when you have just a cell phone around before you know, the, the before um, scenario. And then the after scenario is you put an S4 sticker on the cell phone and you look at the microscope with the blood and you have stem cells, which at the person's age around their 40s or something, they weren't even supposed to have that. And so we also go back to the Shungat Beehive's um, uh, site that Derek has, which has science papers 
talking about specifically C60, uh, increasing your telomeres and doubling the rat's um, lifespan. Now, we do know that uh, C60 can be used to program. And um, uh, as, as far as like the na- nanobio attack, that's been used for that, the C60. That, that's what's been coming out of people who do the nano detox is like the C60 stuff. So um, anyway, Nancy, can you can you talk about that as far as uh, – because we've covered on the show that you can use Shungite against uh, nanobiotech. We covered that last year before knowing all these Frankenshot things. Well, Shungite with the C60 is a magical property. Now, magic is the manipulation of energy. That's all it is. And so when you've got the C60, when when you're wearing a pendant, when you have put stickers on your electronics when you have you know chunks of it in your wa- not chunks of it but n- nuggets in your water or on your water system all the things that we talk about and you know seriously if you go to and and read get get a hold of the book Shungite Reality you can get it through uh, mysticalwares.com and you'll get a free sticker with it a free S4 sticker that's $10 uh, value and you'll, it's also stamped with um, Shungite ink uh, in the form of a B, giving a secondary quantum entanglement with the book, with the, uh, the information in the book, and your connection to Shungite itself through just the book itself. And we, we, we talk about all the things that you can do to get yourself into a Shungite environment. When you're in a Shungite environment, the Shungite is keeping your electromagnetic, bioelectromagnetic field, okay? And this has been shown in Regina Martino's book that came out in English in 14, uh, 2014. You can also you can get that on, on Amazon. Um, but she did experiments with the Shungite and cell phones and, you know, what happened. She, she's a, a bioenergetics uh disciple let's put it that way and bioenergetics involves your bioelectromagnetic fields they now are able to monitor the way that the field is is it is it balanced is it stable or is it all over the place that's your chakras and you know you got the main chakras that everybody's familiar with but through your body you've got hundreds of other little chakra centers or energy bodies so when you're in that Shungite environment, that whole energetics is is wanting to go to a state of balance and stability. Now, again, it happens rapidly. We're not talking a long-term thing. So you got the Shungite that is continually bringing you back into a state of stability. That's where it wants to be. So if you get knocked off because you walked into a 5G signal you didn't even know was there, um, the, the Shungite's going to try to pull you back. But just get you back stable again but it's the amount of stuff that we get hit with you know that at a certain point you have to engage your mind because Shungite can do a lot but it all comes from the the fact that Shungite has been programmed in a quantum entanglement concept to do all of this stuff plus it's just science it's quantum physics the reason that nobody knew about the C60 was because the only place you can find C60 is in Shungite. In any quantities, you can find trace amounts, but it, it, in Shungite. 
And the reason that we know that is because these physicists got together and wondered what kind of a molecule would be created in the environment of interstellar space. And so in a lab, they essentially made the first C60 that in technically the scientific community had ever seen. One of the doctors who came over from Russia while after this had happened, after they identified the C60 and everything, saw it and said, I know, I've seen this before in nature. And they were like, where? And he said, I was working on a project in Russia about shungite. That's the link of how we understood that C60 is in the shungite. Now, when you've got the elite shungite, the, okay, first off, when you're thinking of shungite, think of a stew, like a beef stew. A lot of things are in there. There's essentially in the entire area, which is a thousand uh, kilometers, about 800 square miles, that the shungite fell. It fell from the sky. They'll tell you other stories, but that doesn't make any sense. It came from the sky, crashed into the earth, and it was a molten earth at the time. It wasn't really solid solid and so when this essentially a meteorite crashed into to Karelia Russia it hit a it, it didn't hit it hit and create a crater, crater because it, it smacked into liquid molten stuff and so it kind of stayed and floated on the top of the of the soil of, of the the substructure and so when you go into Karelia you got this whole area that is just shungite and then dirt and trees and things on top of the shungite so we're probably never going to run out of shungite but it is uh, the type of mining where you scrape off the top you're just digging down so there's only well there's a couple of mines but the only mine that we work with is the one that begins with Z that I've never really re- I, 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 I get to know what how to pronounce it and then I forget but the Z one um, in Karelia and it's called Shungite because there's a little village called Shunga right there. And so that's how it got the name Shungite. But the, the C-60s in the Shungite are compacted in the elite. You have a, a lot, I mean trillions, billions, I don't know how many are in elite. In the vast majority of the Shungite, instead of it being uh, anywhere between 80 to you know, like 90-some percent in the elite, the vast majority of it has about a third, you know, uh, of that number in in the, the rest of it. You just get a very, a you know, kind of like process of, of the, the, the little molecules being scattered through a large amount of shungite. But because of the quantum entanglement, every piece of shungite is like it's got the C60s in it. That you've got enough C60. You don't have to get, work with the elite to get the C60. The C60 is in the shungite. Even if you couldn't find a C60 molecule in it, it's there because of the quantum connection. That's why powder works. Little pieces of powder. Well, do you think there's any C60s in a little piece of powder? Maybe some. Maybe, the, but you know, vast majority probably not. But it's the it's the quantum entanglement that gives the Shungite so much power. And as I said last week, when 
you're engaged with Shungite, you then become part of the, the entanglement. Every time you understand a little bit more of it, it's like that understanding is then more easily accepted and understood by others. It's just this magical, you know, bringing together of people all over the world who understand and appreciate that this is just a way of leveling the playing field. And what do I mean by that? Well, the dark side knows all about the, the magic and the manipulation of energy. And they've kept it from us. Did you know you could run your car on water? Of course not, unless you're one of us. And then you do when you realize that people have been making cars that ran on water for a very long t time. But it's normally a death sentence as soon as they try to go public. So there are so many secrets that they keep, that they keep from us, including the vulnerability we have to electromagnetic energies in the form of the telecommunication system. They're all, all, all it's designed to do is keep us in the process of trying to get out of the egg. We're in an egg. We're trying to break out of this egg. And they keep throwing more and more shell on us. No, you can't go. No, you can't go. But we're, we're winning. We're breaking open the egg. We're taking away all of the stuff that is keeping us from remembering who we are, why we're here, what the heck we're doing. So when you've got this massive seeming attack on you, okay, I'm not saying that people aren't having problems, but I'm telling you, it's not because of a virus. They're having problems because these are 5G networks. This is what they're doing to you. They had to rush the 5G. We were waking up too fast. So they rushed it. And then we get our friend M Mark Steele from England, who was an expert in weapon systems and realizes what's happening. And, he's tell and he gets out there, and because he's got so much authority, I mean, what, who am I? I'm an electronic warfare officer. Do I have all the credentials? Well, yes, but can you see them? Well, no. And, you know, so I'm not anybody that is going to have an impact like Mark did because Mark was part of the system. And when he stood up, two judges said that he's an expert and you ought to listen to him. Well, they made it court mandate that they listen to him. And the, those people were the people that were in the um, Gateshead community, the, the government structure there that had agreed to become one of the first 5G cities, the first 5G city in, in, um, in uh, England, in uh, Great Britain. And so, boom, you know. He's there to make us all aware, to make the world aware. And he was not alone, but his voice was extremely powerful. And so now you're getting more and more people are waking up faster than they, 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 the dark side could handle. So now they got to do something else. Oh, my God. Well, okay, we weren't supposed to do this until 2030, but let's pull this pandemic card out and let's try this. Let's see if we can you know, get them all locked down and under control and get them vaccinated with something that will control them. And I think I played it last week. Did I play that on this show where this, um, you know, this doctor is talking about the fact that this nanotechnology, and this was back in the, I think it was the 80s. It was some way back talking about how it can take over control of your mind and stuff. I mean, this is a, all of this has been known for decades. But they didn't think they'd have to enact it until they had had us under basic control of 5G. 
didn't happen. We woke up too fast. Now the pandemic's there. And now it's waking up even more people. It's like everything that they do kind of blows up in their face and more and more and more and more people are waking up. As far as how to survive what we're into, it's it's your perspective on life. If you think you're going to, you know, get COVID because you hug somebody that's got a vaccination, well, you're setting up that reality. You're buying into the fear. If you think by giving them a hug and allowing your shungite field the energy field that you're carrying with with you uh the the this guy that's very very well known andrew bartzis he's called the galactic historian old timer in that he's been in the business for decades he said that we are trying to become shungite beings and shungite is infinite power in a finite object we can become infinite power in a finite object. And so instead of hug, not wanting to hug somebody because you're afraid you're going to catch something from them, hug them and just see every single bad thing associated with that vaccination just gone in their bodies. Because this isn't a free will, will thing. We get into this. You know, people say, well, you can't do this because of free will. They have to make the decision. No, they did not make the decision to take an a, a, a experimental concoction of BS, including nanotechnology, into their arms. Now, Switzerland, I, on, on Say What Show, I, I put this up. I'll, I'll put it up again if I think about it. Um there was a, a Facebook page post, and the woman said that she'd been talking to her sister who had a friend who wanted to get into Switzerland but didn't want to take the vaccination. So he got a phony vaccination uh, certificate. And he goes to Switzerland, and he gets to the border, and it seems like they didn't ask him for the certificate. What they said to him was, "Did you? are you vaccinated? Yes, I am. Which arm? Well, neither, because he's lying. And so he just pointed to one, and they put a scanner a scanner on his arm and said, you have not been vaccinated. So the vaccination, you, you know, you can't just have a phony piece of paper. They've got scanners because they put crap in there that are now, lo- you can be located anywhere as of being vaccinated or not vaccinated because of the scanning technology. Now, I don't think this woman, this woman went, went off in a little bit of a rage, and she said, this is not hearsay. This is a friend of my sister's telling my sister this. His experience. They've got scanners. People that are vaccinated have scanning crap in their bodies. So what we've got here is that if you're not vaccinated, don't be afraid of people. Because you're the antidote. You are the antidote. As long as you use Shungite as it's meant to be, a tool for unlocking, to break out of that egg, and allow yourself to believe that when you touch somebody, if they've got any of this crap in them because they didn't make a contract with it, you're not running into the concept of free will. Well, they decided that they wanted to be sacrificed on it. No, none of that. 
Stand up. Believe in yourselves. Believe that we are working with whatever God essence you know as being God to make things right. Did that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so what about using uh, an S4 magnet on an airplane? Like, you know, what was it, 80-plus percent of pilots got the shot? I mean, <laughs> I can't imagine people who know this and they're flying and then... Well, did, uh, you, did, they have a, did you hear that they just canceled hundreds, a hundred... I think it was over a hundred uh, flights just now, yesterday, because they yeah. don't have the personnel. Jim Stone was working. I wonder why Jim Stone was talking about that. Like, why now? Right when this whole news story about these pilots dying from. And well, I'm just, no, no, no understand that that's a symptom of what they look at. Okay, so you're 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 an airline crew, right? And right now, Spain and Russia have sent out warnings to people flying that have been vaccinated that the increased uh, problems with blood clots. I mean, blood clots are a problem in uh, when you pressurize cabins with people that, you know, may have a weakness. But with a vaccination, there's many more reports of blood clots being encountered on flights. Um, so they, they, they put out a warning. And this comes from an Australian television, you know, that these two, and that they were looking at maybe even prohibiting, but I didn't see any more about it. So anyway, they know that there is a problem. And you're an airline person, and you realize that, whoa, the people that I was working with are seemingly dropping dead. It's not hit the news, but you, in your own flight, you've now got three people that have dropped dead and they're vaccinated. Would you fly? And then, that, and so then now you got people saying, "I'm not going to fly." And now you're finding, well, why? Because these 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 pilots are dropping dead. And then all of a sudden, somebody says, "Pilots are dropping dead," and now it gets out. But I think that this occurred because too many in the business were seeing it. Like my brother, everybody's vaccinated, and all these people are dying. But those people that are flying, they got it, you know. So, um, yeah, I think I think people are going to have to be prepared that they're not going to be able to fly anywhere in a very short period of time because they're not going to have enough pilots that haven't been vaccinated. So is placing an S4, like let's say someone's walking into um – because, you know, if when you get into an airplane, you kind of walk by the cockpit and then you see the stewardess is there and you see first class. If you if one were to sneak an S4 magnet under one of the uh, uh, first class seats, you know, like the metal thing, would that do anything to at least the cockpit, you know, with a toroidal field? Well, the problem is, is that the they have a weakness being brought on because of the um, the spike pro. Uh, the spike uh, proteins specifically, but they yeah. have a, a physical problem that is not that is being uh, exasperated by the pressure in the cabin, the artificial pressure change. Right, right. Now, I don't see where an S four would specifically be able to stop somebody that's got a problem that 
in a pressurized environment is going to blow up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a good thing there's more than one pilot in the plane, at least for the commercial ones. Well, I'm not flying, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I, uh, I got to tell you that, that, in my opinion, there are so many good things that are happening, but some of these awful things are just really awful. And I... I can only say what Barbara said, you know, that we've got to kind of look at that. It's a storyline. You know, the people that are dying are dying because that's the contract that they made. But an awful lot of people, in my opinion, came here saying, okay, I'm going to go along with the, with the vaccinations and all this stuff, um, but somebody's going to save me. I'm not going to die. <laughs> I want to go on. I want to make, make an impact. But I will, you know, agree to 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 do this role. And if you're not willing to give them a hug, to give them the boost, it'll get them out of the, you know, the death <laughs> the death march. Um, well, then we're going to be like Nazi Germany. Because one of the questions that I can't, took away when I was in college studying all this stuff about the German and World War Two. I couldn't understand how the German people allowed it. And boy, now I got that answer. And I'm sorry I had to see it. And it's about, you know, it's like that situation you're talking about. Um, I can't remember what you said the name of that experiment was. But they took people and they actually said to them, you know, if you push this button, you're going to hurt that person. And two-thirds of them pushed the button. Milgram experiment. Yeah. I think it was, do you know a time frame? It was pretty early. No, no. People can just keyword search that. Spell it? Milgram, like the word pilgrim, but with an M. Oh, okay. Milgram. And so we have all these people walking around this in public, like, yeah, two-thirds of them will kill you because someone said so in a white coat. <laughs> oh, God. They, oh, that's But not us, you know, because we can diffuse all that. We can diffuse it. Just stand into your authentic self and become all that you can become, and we're good. And we're yeah. You can do different ways to sneak in S four magnets in someone's office chair, office desk. Um, you know, increase their blood flow. Remember, you can do it etherically too, Mark. You know, I love I love the fact that people go out and actually, you know, hide it, plant it, do the things we do with the grid system and everything. But the other thing is, is just all you have to do is envision, you know, connect with the Shungite. Say, okay, now I want to radiate this out to every human being out there in the planet. And, and it, this is how powerful we are. This, it's all in the mind. Remember, reality is what you think it is. And the second rule is majority wins, but it's not majority by number. It's majority by focused focus thought. So... The way, the way to get us out of here is to think ourselves out of it. And think of all the people out there that are fighting the battle for us. You know, throw them love blankets. Throw them support. Say, just think of, think of them and say, I'm, I'm so grateful for you. I, I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you, thank you. You know, send them that energy because it's that energy that they will feel and that will keep them going. And we have to say goodbye. 
Let's say goodbye. Right yeah, get that buckyball armor around you, armor of God. And also, Sherry Edwards um, on YouTube, or Sarah Westall, the, uh, what do you call it, God Gene and the uh, White Light is also useful. Bye, everybody. Everybody be safe. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.